Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. everyone. Welcome back to episode 68 of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I'm your co-host Sarah D. Bunting and I am here with the inimitable Mark Blankenship. Hi Mark. Don't imitate me. Not Would never try. Well, sometimes I do try, but it's because I love you. <laughs> Today is a ranking episode, but with a new twist. We're going to be ranking all, well not all, but many, a half dozen songs with the same title and some of y'all have helped us with the rankings. Mark, can you explain to the listeners how this is going to work? Well, I sure can. So the name of this little ranking is the, we're calling it Title Bout. Oh, we've taken six Wait, songs. I, I think somewhere I have, a, um, I have a clip for this. Hold on. Here we go. Are you kidding me that you had that pulled up and ready? Uh, It was for another podcast, The Blotter Presents. Hey, true crime fans, check it out. But uh, yeah, it was was there. I'm just glad I remembered I had it. But this is why I look forward to doing this podcast more than almost anything else in the world. Because you just had the perfect drop just waiting. That's because... (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Okay, so what is a title about? Title Bout is as follows. We've taken six songs called Stay, because obviously there are a lot of hits called Stay, and we're going to uh, give each one of the songs a uh, ranking. And at the end of the day, the song that gets the highest ranking will be the song that gets to keep the title Stay, and then the other songs all have to change their titles. It doesn't mean we don't like them, it just means that they don't get to be the ultimate Stay. So here's how the rankings are going to go. There are six songs, which means that we have six point values, one through six, that we can assign to each song. So, for instance, if we were to listen to a song called Stay by, oh, let's just say Shania Twain, and I thought it was the best of the six, and Sarah thought it was the worst, I would give it six points, she would give it one, and so on. But we've also added a twist to this in that we have asked our Patreon subscribers, who are subscribing at the Madonna level or higher, to vote for themselves on which stay is the best say, stay. So every one of their votes will be added into a song's final point total. So it is entirely possible, listeners, that if you are a Patreon subscriber, you, can, you could directly affect the outcome of today's ranking episode. And in fact, I have to say, looking at the point totals that our Patreon subscribers have provided us i actually think they might swing the vote because i get the feeling this is going to be a close one today so if you're listening to this and you're thinking oh my gosh that's just a quick side note if you would like to get in on action like this and influence ranking episodes for yourself please visit patreon.com slash mastass that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash mastass and investigate becoming a subscriber we would love it we love to hear from you guys at all times Right, because if you're thinking, how cool does this sound? We're thinking that too, and we would love for you to come rank with us. So again, patreon.com slash mastas. So uh, Sarah, which uh, which of our six stays shall we start with? 
I believe we are beginning with uh, the most recent charting hit, Zed, featuring Alessia Cara. I hope I'm pronouncing all of those things correctly. <laughs> uh, I am. This is from this year, this song. Right? Yes, it was a top 10 hit like three weeks ago. Uh, we're recording this in July of 2017. It was a top 10 hit in May and June. So yes, super recent. Fantastic. Uh, let's hear a clip, talk a little bit about it, and then we're going to get into some rankings. so glad that this made the list because this song had me 20 seconds in i love the opening sample it like got under my skin i was like singing and embarrassingly beatboxing around my house after listening to it my cats were like girl no like we know but no um the video is super fun uh alessia cara's voice reminds me of someone uh just the way it's mixed here. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but it's just like, I, I love the song really a lot. And it's one of the many joys of Mast Ass that a song comes in and I'm like, whatever, I know nothing about it. And then I have a new song that I love. And this is going to be my summer jam of 2017. Mark. I am so glad you agree because I love this song too. And I just feel like this is one of the most enjoyable songs that has been released this year. I, even listening to this clip, had my arm going in a wave motion like I was sticking uh-huh. it out a car window. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's it's a hot beat, and I think that Alessia Cara's got a nice voice. I love the... The like, I just love the sound of it. It is to me a song that so clearly exists in this pop moment because there's a lot of electronic stuff happening there's sort of a slightly tropical vibe and yet it sounds better than the parts of from which it is made in the sense that yes it sounds like other things but it has this little lift this little energy to it that makes me like it so much and i feel like in five years if this comes on i'm still gonna be like hell yeah crank it up for sure zed with two d's y'all by the way um there's a lot of production happening in this joint, but none of it feels extraneous. It all feels like this is how he felt like these sort of chops and breaks are how like they seem felt and not like, look at me with my, you know, pro tools. Like he just, these are the, this is the production the song wanted. And it's the production the song got. Well, um, I'm sorry to do this on the first song, but this was my favorite on the whole list. 
This Whoa. is my number one stay. Yes, Sarah coming through, shaking it up. I'm shook, Fucking as they drama. say. Yeah, so that would be six points from me. Oh my god, Becky, look at her stay. This <laughs> is amazing. Okay, now, <laughs> I love this song too, but I put it in fourth place only wow. because... I have such deep feelings about some of the other cuts on this list. Okay. But for me, that's still, I mean, it's my jam. So I gave it three points. And none of our, our Patreon subscribers did not give it any points. But I think it might be because they didn't know it. And I want to say, yeah. Patreon subscribers, I respect that. But give yourself a, a, a moment to taste this song. And I think you'll like the flavor. Yep. Agree. All right, so that's nine points total for Zed and Alessia. And uh, we'll come back to them later and let you know how it all goes down. Wait, it's nine Because I get, you gave them six, and then they were in fourth place for me, so I gave them three. Okay. And then, so, but they're in last place probably for the subscribers. Yeah, they so did not, another. they actually, they got zero votes in the poll, so they get zero points. Oh, okay. I was not aware that that was the... That was the numbering. Oh, yeah. So we the way using. that I did it on the poll is every single vote in the poll counts as one oh. point. Oh, all right. Yeah, this is going to this is going to be interesting. OK, so now we're going to move along to Sugarland. Do you have I had never heard this song before either. Mark, do you have anything to say before we hear a clip? Uh, I sure do. Sugarland is a temporarily on hiatus country duo of two folks, a guy named Christian Bush and a woman named Jennifer Nettles, both of whom came up through the Atlanta folk music scene. Bush and Nettles? Yep, I mean, I'm just saying. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I've never thought about that before. That's so great. Uh, when I was in college, Jennifer Nettles was in a different band, and they were quite popular among college students uh, in Atlanta. So I've seen her perform in some very, very tiny venues, and her voice is incredible. And Sugarland was one of my favorite bands for a while while they were still releasing music. Stay, the song we're about to hear, is notable for a couple of reasons. One, Jennifer Nettles wrote it entirely by herself, and it was a massive hit. And you don't get a lot of songs written by just one woman that really race up the charts in country music these days, so that's good. This is also a song told from the perspective of the other woman. So... That's also a nice twist, and it's something that country music is really good for. So this stay is the other woman singing to the man she's seeing as he goes home to his wife. And let's hear a clip. Now be begging you, baby, beg you not to leave. But I'll be left here waiting with my heart on my sleeve. Oh, for the next time we'll be. Seems like a million years and I think I'm dying. What do I have to do to make you see? She can't love you like me. Why don't you stay? I'm down on my I'm so tired of being lonely Don't I give you what you need When 
she calls you to go There is one thing you should know We don't have to live this way Baby, why don't you Girl, I love this song so much. I love her singing. I love the emotion in it. I also love the music video, which is just Jennifer Nettles looking at the camera and getting all torn up, which was nice practice for her playing Dolly Parton's mother in a series of TV movies on NBC, but that's neither here nor there. For me, Sarah, this is my number two stay, five points. Ooh. Um, oh, yes, bring. I love it. We don't have to agree. That's America. Oh, no, we, we sure don't. I found this boring. <gasps> Sounds like a dozen other heartbroken, I'm wearing white eyelet in a field songs. I <gasps> disliked the video and the like melty face acting that was happening. It felt oh. insincere to me. She is, she has a beautiful voice, but this felt oversung to me. Uh, it just, I don't know. Maybe it's because I listened to it. I did listen to it, to these in the order that we're doing them. Maybe that was a mistake and I should have shaken it up more because this doesn't, like, it's not served by coming after the Zed Alessia Cara joint, I'm sure. But I just, this just did not, did not hit me on any kind of sweet spot. And the only reason I ranked it fourth is that there are two other stays that I actively hate versus <gasps> just not being having anything done for me by them. So I'm giving this one three points only. Ooh, Sarah, the fact that there are two on here that you hate. This, oh, yeah. What is going to happen, you guys? I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> okay, so that's... And then the listeners, uh, the Patreon listeners gave the song there was one vote for sugarland in the poll so they get one additional point which means that their total is five from me three from you one from the listeners that's nine they are now tied with zed and alessia oh boy but it's it's about to get real up in her <laughs> i think because our next so our next stay is shakespeare's sister mm-hmm. um this is like, I think this is the song that I remembered or knew the best, probably, um, without having re-listened to any of them or listened to them for the first time in some cases. Mm-hmm. But this song was everywhere, and then it's been nowhere. Like, at least in my life, it was like, you heard it at least once a day for like 18 months, and then it's like... The 94 midterm elections happened, and this song was voted out of the consciousness. <laughs> like it went Would the way of... Would you agree, or do you... Have you been hearing it? In Say what? Sorry. Do you agree, or have you been hearing it? Like, Oh, no. I feel like it's the kind of song that if you weren't actually there in 1992 when it was popular, you don't know this song. Like, I don't... I know that in England, it has really held on. Um, yeah, it, that makes sense. But Shakespeare's sister is from England. Um, also, for those who don't know, there is one of the women in Shakespeare's sister, Maricela Detroit, was also in... No, I'm sorry, I've got that wrong. Uh, Siobhan Fahey was also in Bananarama. So 
pretty awesome that the woman with the deep husky voice in this song was also in Bananarama, which I love. I do love that. I don't but love anyway, the song. But... Let's hear a clip. Yes. So a key element of the song begins when Marcella Detroit of Bananarama fame comes in Shit. with her husky rejoinder to Siobhan Fahey's desperate plea for her lover to stay. stay You'd better hope and pray that you make it safe back to And that, of course, is all very husky and wonderful, but I would be remiss if I did not include the high note extravaganza. Well, forgive me, listeners, in that little pre-recorded thing I did on the clip where I completely got the women of Shakespeare's sister mixed up. Although, Sarah, as you said, we're probably the only two people who are even thinking about this song right now, so maybe no one else will be mad at me. But apologies, and uh, a a downcast of my... God, I can't even talk. I'm so upset. Anyway, I got that mixed up, but (laughs) here we are. Oh, I should also say that our listener, Kat did request that we talk about this song several months ago so hey girl anyway shakespeare sister stay sarah thoughts um it's like the little prince got hit by a bus (laughs) like i i have to admire the direct and unapologetic like smurfiness of this whole concept and of the video it I mean, if you were looking for, like, what it was like to listen to and care about music and film in the early 90s, this video is, like, there you go. But this has not aged well for me at all. That, like, dolphin shit that's happening at the end. Okay, congrats that you can do that. I'm never listening to it again. Uh, We have a Bjork. This is just like a lot of quirk. I I think it comes from a sincere and felt place, but it's not for me. So this is my number five stay. Two points. Ooh. Two points. I, I want to give it like a Sarah point for having a banana ramen in it because that's one of my we should talk about them sometime on the podcast because talk about it like unapologetically synthy brit pop confection with their triple processed hair i loved them but and still do 
And their cover of Venus is uh, my everything, but this is my no thanks. Mark. So that's two points for you for Shakespeare's sister. <laughs> and they're, Sarah, they're lucky there's someone else in this poll. That's all I'm saying. Well, what I will tell you is that our Patreon subscribers gave the song two points as well. Okay. So that's four points. Sarah, this is definitely coming from the fact that I was in eighth grade when this song <laughs> came out. Okay. I was so obsessed with this song in the eighth grade. Let me tell you that the summer of 92, so this would have been the summer between seventh and eighth grade, I remember so clearly doing my summer reading, sitting on a little toy box that was under my window, and I would just play this song, the cassette single, over and over again. And I loved the Baroque tastelessness of the video. I uh-huh. still do. It is my number one. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I, it's, it really is... I, and even though, but it's not just about my childhood memories. I still love the Baroque tastelessness of this song, of this video. I love how wackadoo it is. And, and, you know, I think this is a thing that we've come up against time and time again. I think of the two of us, it's probably fair to say that I am the one who prefers this type of over-the-top mania in music. Well, yes and no, because there's a, like literally pull your cock out put some strings on it and strum it melodrama that's like very boy or just like dude like yacht rocky stuff that i love that i think you're like who cares so i i mean it balances mm. out this is some, definitely something that again i listened to i owned the cd i put it on mixtapes at the time i don't i think i liked it fine and it was everywhere so if I had to choose between that and strings on a cock, Pearl Jam, I would have picked this. But it just, it hasn't held up for me. Fair enough. But how's it going to hold up in the rankings? What's our point total for this guy? Well, now, uh, with my six points, your two points, and the listener's two points, it's got ten. So it is currently in first place. But we still okay. have three stays to go. We sure do. Okay, our next stay is Rihanna. Uh, do you have any chart facts to share about this before we hear a clip? Yes, this song reached number three, and it was uh, one of the first songs of Rihanna's. Uh, well, honestly, there haven't been that many. It's the rare, incredibly stripped-down ballad. Even ballads by Rihanna like Take a Bow or uh, Hate That I Love You or Unfaithful are have a lot of heavy instrumentation in them, but this is probably the most spare song she has ever released and it hit number three and it features a scandinavian singer named mickey echo who has never been heard from again so maybe she killed him i don't know but anyway uh let's roll that clip Yeah. Um, yeah. This... There's a reason I made that clip so short. Let's just put, just put it that way. Well, I I don't know what your reason was. I am glad that you did because this this 
um, song is a lot for me emotionally for reasons that I can't quite put my finger on it. Uh, the video is very intense. She's naked in the bath. Um, it can be hard when Rihanna is not behind this like battlement of instrumentation, as you mentioned, but also that um, the like sort of boss bitch persona that she has currently mm-hmm. in uh, "Bitch Better Have My Money" in work. I think there's a much more like commanding uh, presence, like literally commanding, uh, which is great. I love those tracks too. But this track makes it very hard to separate what we like used to know of her with the whole Chris Brown situation. Mm. Uh, and I think that serves the song well, as does it sort of using her voice more. I think we forget that she has this elastic, flavorful voice because, again, she's usually using it to do and be something else. But her vulnerability here and the way she's shot to seem very vulnerable and um, exposed, uh, I think is very effective. I'm not sure how I would feel like just listening to the song and without having had the visual, but I really love this track. I think it's great. I can't listen to it too many times, though, because it's just like... There, there is this feeling that you are hearing something private that perhaps mm. you should not be hearing between these two people. But with that said, it is my third stay, four points. All right. Now, the reason that I was saying I cut the track short is that I don't care for the Mickey Echo portion of the song. Yeah, I don't either. I, like, I don't dislike it. I just don't care, period. It, Exactly. And I didn't want to... It's hard to find a lengthy clip in this song that doesn't have him in it, so that's why I put, I just didn't want him in the clip. Yes. Now, I, <laughs> I really like this song, and I actually like all six of the songs that we're talking about today, so... Spoiler. Um, I just find that, for me, the reason one of the reasons I like this song is it really was the first single... And it came... It came fairly recently, but I feel like it was really the first single in Rihanna's, at this point, long career that let her demonstrate what a good singer she is. And I really enjoy the vocal quality of it. I also like the simplicity of the the arrangement, like I was mentioning before. But because of the Mickey Echo thing being, to me, a neither here nor there element, I actually have put it last, and I'm only giving it one point. Wow, interesting. Okay. Because, you know, something's got to go last, and I don't I mean, hate any of I think of you that's wrong. legit. I sort of voted for it based on her and was like, well, there's this annoyance of Mickey Echo, but, uh, you know, I guess that's not really a no, good thing. I feel you. Listen, but we, every, we, we have to follow our own hearts. Uh, that's true. She, Rihanna, and Mickey Echo got one vote in our poll. Oh, so that's a total of six points for Rihanna. Yeah, bitch does not have your money, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't. Sorry, girl. You look great, though. Uh, who's next? Uh, Maurice Williams and the Zodiacs. Um, I saw this on the list, and even though I think I may have suggested this song, I forgot yes. that it was him. I guess I thought it was the... Not the Temptations. Not... Um... Not the My Prayer guys. Um, I don't know who I thought it was, but I just forgot. And then I hit play and like 
immediately was in a zone with this track. Why don't we hear a clip and then discuss? I will all day. There is something so sexy about these like these 50s and early 60s songs that they had to be like pretty sneaky and coded about how much about fucking they were. <laughs> this isn't even that sneaky, but oh my God, that falsetto, which like I would have sung along to it, but my voice don't go that high, listeners. And then that alluring sort of like scrappy harmony that comes in and that please is like, I mean, this is like a makeout sesh in the backseat in the summer that you're 17 and you're really starting to feel yourself for the first time. It's hot out and you've got the radio on. Uh, Rock and roll hoochie coo is a track like this. Um, speaking from firsthand experience, this is just a really hot break. Like, I, I love it. I will go anywhere it asks me to. Number two, five points. So this song has a very interesting chart distinction of being the shortest number one single of all time. How how long is it? It's it's under two minutes. It yeah? is under two minutes long, and it was a number one hit. That is the shortest number one single in history. And Somewhere along the long history of this podcast, we were talking about songs that you put on mixtapes, and one of our listeners, I think on our Facebook page, mentioned this song as being the perfect song for the end of a mixtape because it's so short. Yes, because you all had those end of side A, like there was a Toad the Wet Sprocket, and there was a um, uh, They Might Be Giants. Yes. Constantinople was good for that, um, and Triangle Man as well. Uh, and this is a perfect, like, ah, oh, shit. I have, I've got like a minute 50. There you go. You can put this whole song let, in there. Let me ask so, you this. Did this even chart until Dirty Dancing? I it thought did. it didn't chart when it originally came out. It was number one in its original run in the 60s. or wow. the nice. Or the 50s. Oh, now I can't remember. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. But yes, it did chart at number one initially. Um, and that was the year, um, hold on, hold on, vamping, 19, 1960, actually. 100. Okay, right on the cusp, gotcha. Yes, uh, but it was, uh, Dirty Dancing did bring it back to prominence. It's probably the reason that we know it, frankly, is because yes. Dirty Dancing made it famous again. Probably. I think it may have been in American Graffiti, but not on the American Graffiti soundtrack, which is mm. too bad, because that's a great, great soundtrack. Where did you rank this guy? Well, what I will say is you can fit a lot into under two minutes. I think this song is spectacular, and I made it third and gave it four points. <laughs> wow, nice. So you gave it five points, right? Yes, I did. And I gave it four points, and our listeners gave it two points. Oh. oh. So that gives oh. it 11 points. Maurice Williams currently number one in our ranking. Oh, shit. Okay, we have one song left, y'all. And this, I've, you're... 
you're going to hear a little, this is another pre-prepared clip package. I don't think I have any errors in this clip. We'll see. <laughs> right, let's find out and then we will get into it. But I will just say, I think this is going to end up in a place no one had any idea it was going to. But I guess we'll see. Stay with us. We're going to listen to a Mark's clip package and then we're going to talk about Lisa Loeb's stay. You say I only hear what I want to. I don't listen hard. Don't pay attention to the distance that you're running to anyone, anywhere. I don't understand if you really care. I'm only hearing negative. No, 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 no. So I, I turn the radio on. I turn the radio up. And this woman was singing my song. Lovers in love and the others run away. Lover is crying because the other won't stay. Some other But then you're thinking, wait, does she actually say the name of the song? You say, stay. Oh, okay. There it is. <laughs> and I want to point out that I made an error there because I've never noticed before, literally until right now, that she does say, because the other won't stay. She actually does say the word stay in the section of the fucking song that I clipped, but she doesn't say it pointedly until the very end. It has taken me, honestly, until this exact moment, 24 years after the song came out, to notice that. But here we are. I'm a flaw. I'm a person. I have flaws. Anyway, Sarah, what do you think of this song? You have so many fewer flaws than this song, which <laughs> I had never gotten through in its entirety until prepping for this episode it's so much more annoying than i remembered just like affected there's no like there's no song smithing in her singing she physically is so slappable like i don't know what it is <laughs> i think it's just like just like prancing around this shabby chic apartment in her super 90s dress and i'm just like come here i want to tell you something kick like i i can't with this, uh, eagle-eared listeners will realize that I have not uh, given my last place ranking yet. Oh, here she is. <laughs> I know it's literally are, like annoying, and then the word no like five times. I just, not even on a nostalgia tip, can I, with this song, and I never could. Like, Shakespeare's sister, like, at the time, I was like, sure, and it just didn't translate anymore to this current era and my current self i've always disliked the song and nothing has changed one point mark whoa i yes tell your truth and walk in it um <laughs> i'm rolling around in it like it's bitch nip <laughs> uh, so for me i adore this song it is actually a karaoke staple i could i and I, I've never gotten tired of it. I actually have a real soft spot for this entire album, which is called Tales, um, T-A-I-L-S. There's just a quality for me of this of the songwriting that's just like very smart girl, that, that like dorky that I really like. But listen, I hear what you're saying about it being slappable. I get it. I love it. <laughs> um, but th the reason that I put this song next to last is because if I think about this song next to... Zed, Maurice, Sugarland, Shakespeare's sister. If I'm thinking 
is this the song that deserves to carry the mantle stay? There's just something a little too airy about it for me. And also, technically, the name of the song is Stay, and then in parentheses, I Missed You. And I felt like we needed to include it. We needed to include it anyway in this ranking, despite the parenthetical. But I was like, you know. It's so recognizable. Like, I think if you ask the, you know, man or woman on the street, you know, who wrote a song that's called Stay? Even if they can't even, like, sing this, they remember her and her glasses. So, yeah. So, but just for me, thinking about, I, I just felt like this song, compared to the others, it feels a little lightweight to me somehow, so I put it in next to last place. Although, interestingly, this was our most beloved song in the poll, and it received right. three votes. So okay. that's two points from me, one point from you, three points from our listeners for a total of six points, which means it is, however, still tied for last place. Yeah. But that means that combined oh. with our listeners, we made Maurice Williams the number one stay. Oh, man. That is, yeah. I, yes. Well yeah. done. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. And thank you very much again to our Patreon listeners for adding your voice to this poll. And again, if you would like to participate in a future poll, or if you would like to get access to very special bonus episodes that only our Patreon subscribers can hear, then please join us at patreon.com slash mastus. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash mastus. And Sarah, I guess the next thing we have to do is figure out what these other five songs are going to be called because they can't be called Stay anymore. Hmm. Okay. I suggest that uh, the Zed Alessia Cara song be called Sliding Doors because the video gave me a sort of Sliding Doors vibe, like from the I movie. I love it. Okay. Um, Sugarland. Um, I don't know. You like the song, so why don't you come up with a title? I'm going to say one? that this song is called Love You Like Me because she says so often that she can't love you like me. Okay. Um, obviously, I have to suggest that the Shakespeare sisters stay be called The Little Prince Gets Hit by a Bus. <laughs> <laughs> I would also accept Demon Lady Descends from the Stars. Okay, or Banana Rama's Revenge. <laughs> Banana Rama's Revenge. All of those are acceptable. I think it'll just be dependent upon which country we're talking about. Each country that releases the single will have a different name. Yes, I think that's fine. And the um, Rihanna song, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest that the song be called Just Skip the Mickey Echo Parts. <laughs> he has a really great lyric that because it's addressed to her, I, I think it resonated. It's not much of a life you're living. Mm-hmm. So I would take I would take a part of that a life you're living. All right, actually that's good. I like that one. Yeah, but uh, skipping the Mickey Echo parts is economical and just good advice. Um, Maurice, of course, gets to keep gets to stay on stay. Oh. Um, and Lisa Loeb can just cut the stay and have I missed you. Yeah, perfect. Or so much more annoying than you remembered, but <laughs> I also feel what like if- though. It could also just be called You Say. Yeah, or directed by Ethan Hawke, because that's the second thing everyone remembers about the video. (laughs) That's right, that he directed the video. Yes, and that famously she was the only person who's ever had a number one hit without having a record deal. Oh, yeah. 
Because this song well, was he he liked her music and got it on the Reality Bites soundtrack, and then it went to number one, and then she got a record deal. Yes. Okay. Well, good for her. Wasn't my money, so muscle. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you all next time. If so, we hope that you'll stay around for our next episode. Oh. With special guest star Danny McEachran from the Two Spotted Dicks on the Great British Bake Off podcast as he talks about Brian Adams. All gather round, friends, why hurry? Let's all stay a little longer. Hey, Sarah, I hear the rain falling at your house, and for some reason that reminds me that we need a new bumper. What do you think? I do love the way your mind works. Uh, Yes, we do. And here's some of the information that we need in our new bumper. This is Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs, which is hosted by me, Sarah D. Bunting, and you, Mark Blankenship, and edited by me, Sarah D. Bunting, who wrote our theme song today. That's important. Well, that would be Laura Barger and Jack Baldelli, and we do praise them. And let me know that if you would like to praise us or would like to tell us anything, you can contact us in one of the following ways. You can reach us on email at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com, on Twitter at talksongs, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash mastus.podcast. We'd love to hear from you with song requests, with ads, uh, requests, with anything you'd like to tell us at all, frankly, because we do get a kick at appearing from you. But Sarah, I think there's one more exciting thing they need to know. There is, and it's this. You can become a producer on this fine feathered podcast by going to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mastass. For a small monthly donation, you get access to exclusive content, uh, audio content made just for you, polls about our next ranking episode that you get to vote on and direct the podcast. Uh, It helps us keep the lights on around here, pay for hosting and all that unglamorous stuff, and uh, we really appreciate your support. And, uh, yeah. Well, and now the last thing that we appreciate is your humor and your patience as we try to say this part in unison. Because Here we go. This is Mark and Sarah talk about songs. Pretty good. I'll take it. Sure. Grab your gal and pat her on the head If she don't like biscuits, feed her cornbread The girl's on Big Creek about half grown They jump on a man like a dog on a bone Stay all night, stay a little longer Dance all night, dance a little longer Pull off the coat, throw it in the corner Don't see why you don't stay a little longer Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.